The birth of Christ was an awesome event, an extraordinary time in this world, and it's a joyous occasion for many. And uh, as Michael said, we're going to be speaking about Jesus for a series of time, of lessons, and this morning we're talking about his birth. It was truly remarkable. Um, there we go. Um, you know, <clears throat> there were a lot of prophecies about his birth, and God promised Abraham, if you remember, in Genesis chapter 22 and 18, <clears throat> he said, in your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And this is coming from Abraham that the, the Savior, the Messiah, would come from the lineage of Abraham. And throughout the Old Testament, there's just prophecy after prophecy saying that this Messiah, the Christ, was coming. And his kingdom would have no end. And he's going to come and save the world, the Son of God. And there are like over a hundred prophecies about Jesus that were fulfilled. And all of them were fulfilled. And these are just some of them that deal with his birth specifically. Uh, we're going to talk about this morning uh, that Isaiah said that a messenger would prepare his way. He would be... Born in Bethlehem, Micah said. Uh, Isaiah also said he would be called a Nazarene. And he would have a, be born of a virgin. Uh, born from the line of Abraham, from the tribe of Judah. And he would come out of Egypt. And called Emmanuel. And uh, Jeremiah sadly prophesied that there would be a great massacre of children at his birth. All these very specific prophecies that were about the Christ that had to be fulfilled for him to be the Christ. And there were people, those people who read these prophecies and watched for the signs and were waiting and hoping and looking when he came. There were people like that and, and unfortunately most people were not waiting for his coming and looking for that. We're going to talk about that this morning. The book of Luke and Matthew give the most detailed description of his birth. Luke 1 says that there was a priest named Zacharias. And Zechariah, Zacharias and his wife were both very, very old people, and they didn't have any children. And Zacharias was in the temple one day, and he was burning incense to the Lord. And that was his duty at that point. And as he was burning incense, an angel of the Lord appeared to Zacharias. And he told him that uh, his wife was going to have a son. And that son he was going to name John. And Zacharias didn't believe him. He said, no way. That can't be. Because his wife was so old. He said, there's no way she's going to have a child. And because he didn't believe, the angel took away his voice and made him mute until the child was born. But he said he was going to have a son, and you're going to name him John, and he's going to be that messenger that was prophesied, and he's going to prepare the way of the Lord. Well, 
soon after this, God <clears throat> sent another angel, Angel Gabriel, to uh, a village in Nazareth to uh, a virgin named Mary. And he told her to rejoice. She was highly favored because she was going to have a child. And she said, he, he told her she was going to name this child Jesus and that he would be called the son of God and he, his kingdom would never end. <clears throat> and Mary asked, how could this be? Because I'm a virgin and that's that, I, that, that I don't understand. And he said, he, the angel told her that he said that she was going to conceive by the Holy Spirit and by the power of God. Because the angel said, with God, nothing can be impossible. And angel, and, and Mary, the Bible says, believed. Mary believed that. And she believed she was going to have this child. Uh, and <clears throat> Mary, at the time, was betrothed to a man named Joseph. And when Mary got pregnant... Joseph didn't like that, and he, he didn't know how he could marry this woman who's pregnant at the time. They were very religious, very conservative people, and that just, the scandal and all, he didn't know how he could possibly marry a woman that got pregnant. And as he was thinking about this, an angel appeared to him. An angel told Joseph, says, don't be afraid. Go ahead and take Mary as your wife, because the child that conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And he said she said that that furthermore he would she would bring forth this son. And the angel said you're going to call him Jesus. That's going to be his name because he would save his people save his people from their sins. And so Joseph did what the angels Told him, and he went ahead and he married uh, Mary, and uh, we know this because Joseph believed. Joseph believed the angel; he believed God. Well, time passes, and Mary uh, is pregnant, and she travels up to the hill country to, to visit Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth is a relative of Mary's, and she goes and visits her, and. As soon as Mary uh, greets Elizabeth, comes up to her house and greets her, Mary, John, little baby John, just leaps in Elizabeth's womb. And Elizabeth knows that that story, the things she has heard is true. And she praises God and thanks God. She says, for allowing the mother of my Lord to come to me. Because Elizabeth believed. Elizabeth had faith. And she believed. In Jesus, that Jesus was coming. John was born, just as the angels said. And the people would call him John Baptist. And he was an awesome messenger for the Lord. And he prepared his way. The prophet Isaiah said that Christ would be a Nazarene. And Joseph and Mary were from Nazareth, so... This was all following the prophecies, but the prophet 
Micah said that he would actually be born in Bethlehem, which is in Judea. So how is this going to happen? Well, at the time, Caesar Augustus was the ruler over all this region. And Augustus, Caesar ordered that there would be a census taken. He wanted everybody counted, and everyone needed to be registered in the whole, everywhere. And they had to travel to these central cities to be registered, everybody. And so, at this point, uh, Mary was really pregnant. I mean, she could, she could give birth at any time. Uh, but they had to go and get registered right then. And so they packed up and traveled up to, to Bethlehem in Judea. And when they got there, there were so many people coming in to be registered that there was no place for them to stay. Everything was packed. And so Mary ended up having giving birth just wherever she could find, um, out on the road or in a corner or someplace. And that's what she did. And Joseph found this manger, which in a manger is like a, uh, a kind of a, a section, a loft kind of a wooden thing that sticks out from a house where they put hay and stuff for animals to eat in. <clears throat> and so they put the baby Jesus in this, this filthy, dirty trough of, you know, animal food. That's where they placed the Son of God. And he stayed there for the first few days of his life on this earth. Well, nearby there were shepherds living out in the fields. And they were watching over their sheep, their flocks. And Luke chapter 2 and verse 9 has a fascinating thing that happened to them. Luke 2 and verse 9 says, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you in this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Can you imagine being in that field and seeing the skies just light up with angels praising God and shouting out, that how much the earth and the men are going to be blessed by this at this time. Well, after the angels left, the shepherds said, let's go to Bethlehem and immediately and see this thing that the Lord has revealed to us. So they ran and they ran to Bethlehem and they found Jesus, the babe in the manger, just like he said. And they worshipped him and they... They went out when they saw this. The Bible says the shepherds just went out everywhere and just told as many people as they could. Just told them about the Christ, that he's here. Jesus is here. The, the Christ, the Messiah, he's here. They told everybody they could find. The reason they did is because the shepherds, you see, they believed. The shepherds believed. 
all the heavens rejoiced at the birth of Jesus. While Jesus was there in Bethlehem, there was this really bright star, an unusual star that shone in the sky above where he was. The Bible says there were wise men in the east who obviously read the prophecies and they saw the signs, the times, and they expected him to come. And they were waiting for him and watching him. And they see this star and they knew this is it. This is the time. He's here. And so they travel to where that star was. And they get to, they get to Jerusalem. And when they get to Jerusalem, they, they found people on the ass. They sang, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Brethren, they saw a star and they knew. They came to worship Jesus. They had great faith. These wise men, they believed. They believed. Well, the king that was raiding over Judea at this time was an evil and wicked man named Herod. Herod was a bad guy. And word spread around Jerusalem after these wise men got there that that, hey, they're saying that the Christ is here, that the Messiah is here, the king of the Jews who's come to be king of the Jews. He's here. He's just born. And this troubled a lot of people in Jerusalem, the Bible said. And it troubles Herod. Herod got worried. And so he calls the scribes and the wise men together and he asks them, where, where does the scripture say that the Messiah, the Christ, is to be born. And uh, they said, in Bethlehem of Judea. And so he called these wise men that had come and started this and asked them, where, they, he, where, they, where do you see this star? Where is it now? And they said, it's over Bethlehem of Judea. And Herod said, okay, why don't you go? I want you to go to Bethlehem, and you find this child so that I could worship him also. And so I said, okay, we will. You see, because King Herod, he also believed. King Herod very much believed. But Herod lied. He didn't want to worship Jesus. You know, the Bible says that demons believe and tremble. King Herod, at this point, was trembling. The wise men followed the star to Bethlehem. And they find Jesus lying in the manger there. And they rejoiced with such great joy when they saw him, the Bible says. And they fell down and they worshipped Jesus. And they brought treasures out that they had brought. And gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and they they presented these to him. And that night, the Bible says, as the wise men slept, that God told them, don't go back to Herod. You need to go a different way. So they, when they left, they went someplace else, and they didn't go back to Herod. Now, the prophecy said he would be a Nazarene, he would be born in Bethlehem. 
but also said he would come from Egypt. So that's three different places. So how is he going to come from Egypt? How could that prophecy be true? Well, as Joseph and Mary were leaving Bethlehem, uh, this angel appeared to them again and told them not to go back home. To, to, they need to go flee that area and go to, to Egypt. Because that's the one place they'd be safe in Egypt. They need to go to Egypt and stay there until I tell you because Herod will seek the life of the child to kill him. And so they sneaked out at night and went up to Egypt and they stayed there waiting for the angel to tell them they could leave. Now when King Herod realized that the wise men weren't coming back, he was furious. And he made a decree, an order, that all the children in Bethlehem and the surrounding regions, all the, all the male children two years old and younger, were to be slaughtered, killed. Such was his terror of Jesus, of this king. But he didn't understand the kingdom, did he? Because he really didn't believe in God and his power. But doing this fulfilled that prophecy of Jeremiah. Exactly what Jeremiah said was going to happen this great slaughter of children at Jesus' birth. Well, Herod couldn't change the purpose and the will of God. No one ever will. There were others who heard these prophecies and believed and were waiting for him and looking for him. The Bible says there was a just and devout man named Simeon, who was eagerly waiting for the Lord. And the Holy Spirit had told Simeon that he was not going to die until he saw the Christ, the Messiah, come. And he believed that. And so, finally, when, when uh, they took baby Jesus into the temple to be circumcised after eight days, uh, the Holy Spirit told Simeon, he's here. Go to the temple, you'll see him. And so he went and picked up the baby Jesus and he held him in his arms. And as he did so, he prayed and he thanked God so much for allowing him to see this. Saying, Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples. A light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Yes, Simeon. Simeon believed. And there was an old woman there at the temple named Anna. Anna practically lived in the temple. The Bible says she was fasting there and praying day and night. And when they got there, she saw Jesus and she knew this was the Christ. And she thanks God, thanks God for letting, letting her see him. And she thanks God for, for Jesus. And she goes out immediately and just starts telling everybody, Christ is here. He's here. Jesus is here. The Son of God, he's here. 
She told everybody she could. These people had great faith. They looked for the coming of God, God's son. They expected it. How about you? How about you this morning? You know, there are over a hundred prophecies about Jesus in the Old Testament. He fulfilled every single one of them. And that same book that prophesied about him coming, about his life and about his death and everything also says that he's coming back. Do you believe this? Do you believe he's coming back? The question I'd like for you to ask yourself this morning is are you living your life like you believe it? If you examine your life today, are you living your life today like you believe, truly believe He is coming back? I hope you are. You know, the birth of Jesus was the greatest day of joy and celebration for those people who were looking for Him, hoping for Him. Love him. It was a day of fear and terror for those who were not. And it's going to be the same way when he comes back. It's going to be the same. When you hear that ear piercing shout and the trumpet which blasts your ears, when the ground begins to shake and the dead begin to rise. And Jesus comes back. You'll be rejoicing. Because he's taking you with him. Or you'll be in fear and terror. Because you didn't believe. You weren't watching. You weren't waiting. You weren't hoping. You weren't ready. Jesus said watch. And be ready. For you don't know the time of my return. He told about bridesmaids that didn't bring oil for their lamps and they weren't ready. They couldn't go in. They couldn't go. They weren't ready. He told about a man who had a house and he didn't watch. He wasn't watching. And thieves came and broke in and stole his things. Don't let Satan, that liar and that thief, come and steal from your spiritual house. Watch. Watch and be ready. Watch for him. Keep him out. Be ready. Watch for Jesus. He's coming. Are you ready? You know, it may be maybe years from now, maybe hundreds of years from now, thousands, or it may be this month, it may be tonight. But he is coming. If you're not ready for that this morning, I want to encourage you to get ready. If there are things you need to get out of your life, if you need to get right with God, get right with God. Get ready because he's coming back. If you'd like the prayers of the church to help you with that, we'd be glad to do that this morning. If you, would, if you haven't been baptized... The Bible says he who is not baptized won't be saved. Who doesn't believe won't be saved. Who doesn't confess him won't be saved. Who doesn't repent of his sins won't be saved. 
Those people aren't ready. Are you are you ready this morning? We're going to sing a song. As we stand to sing that song, I want to encourage you, if you're not ready, come forward and get ready. If you need to be baptized, you need to do that this morning. If you need the prayers of the church, please come forward. We'll be glad to help you as we stand and sing.